This is the Tech Arts Podcast, where we talk about tech, leadership, and all things that concern church audio, video, and lighting. Welcome to the Tech Arts Podcast. My name is David Leuschner, but you can call me DL. All my friends call me DL, so you could definitely call me DL. So glad to have you along for episode three. Thank you for everyone who is following, liking, and listening. I am blown away by the amount of people who want to listen to this podcast. It's absolutely crazy. We are now not just reaching just the U.S., not just the U.S. folks, but several countries outside of the U.S. I saw Singapore, Rwanda, Ireland, and more on the stats list on the last time I looked at the analytics. So it's just blowing me away how many people are listening to this podcast, and I am so glad you joined us. For those of you who are new, welcome. Be sure to tell your friends that we're on Facebook, Instagram, or as I'm told, it's called Insta. That's what my son tells me. It's Insta, Dad, not Instagram. Believe it or not, we are also on Twitter. So if you follow or like in any of those social atmospheres, definitely follow and like us. Um, I don't know who's on Twitter anymore, but if you are, we are there. So check us out. I got a few questions about the hat that I wear. It's the University of Hawaii. It's kind of an interesting story. I went to Hawaii once and... um, I wanted to buy a ball cap, so I went to the store, bought a ball cap. I said, oh, look, it has an H on it for Hawaii. Let's buy that ball cap. When I boarded the plane, the stewardess said, hey, did you go to the University of Hawaii? No, I didn't go to the University of Hawaii. I just bought a cool cap that I thought was neat. Uh, But evidently, it stands for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. So go Rainbow Warriors. I guess I'm rooting for you every time I pop this cap on in this podcast. So enough of that. What are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about mistakes. Which mistakes are important and how do you learn from them? When we get done, uh, I know you will have a different outlook on mistakes and why are they are the most important part of your church tech experience. So let me repeat that. When we get done, you're going to have a different outlook And you're going to realize why they are the most important part of your church tech experience. Making mistakes are the most important part of your church tech experience. But before we get to that, here is a word from our sponsors. Our most important sponsor is Digital Great Commission Ministries. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just better understanding the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Free reports, on-site visits, training videos, articles, and church help. That's what Digital Great Commission Ministries is about. We are about helping churches. For more information, go to audiovideolighting.com. Matter of fact, uh, that website is where you can donate to DGCM, and you can find all the social outlets and take part of this 501c3 and everything that it offers. Again, the website, audiovideolighting.com. Check it out. All right, on to our topic today, mistakes. So point one, which mistakes are important? Well, we'd probably answer all mistakes are important, right? But why are all mistakes important? They're important because all greatness is achieved by making mistakes, Let me give you a couple of examples. Thomas Edison, considered one of the greatest inventors of our time. He said, I have not failed. I have just found 9,999 ways that do not work. This came after he discovered the light bulb, which took him 10,000 attempts. 
Here's another one. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and I missed. I've failed over and over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Michael Jordan, who some consider the greatest basketball player of all time. So it's clear, making mistakes are what helps us get better in life. But which mistakes are important? And if all of them help us, why should we focus on one more than others? Well, there's a distinct reason. Let me tell you a story. We've all been there. We go to a theater production. We go to a service. We have a friend who's in the show or behind the scenes. We come up to him and we say, hey, man, that was an amazing service, an amazing production. It was flawless. And they look at us bewildered and say, but, but we made all these mistakes. And they start pointing out the different issues and problems. And you as an audience member who is sitting in the audience is like, I, I didn't notice any of those. And that's because the most important category of mistakes is audience noticed mistakes. The distractions that disrupt the audience. That's right. There's buckets and categories of mistakes, and we have to create those in order for us to learn and get better. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in our next point, which is how do you learn from mistakes? Mistakes have the power to turn you into something better than you were before. So let me say that one more time. Mistakes have the power to turn you into something better than you were before. So how do you learn from them? Well, the first step is creating those categories. Audience notice mistakes, mistakes that cause distractions, mistakes that cause disruptions, um, essentially cause a service to uh, disconnect the audience. Those are the mistakes that must be addressed quickly and efficiently. And we create that as a priority one bucket. The second bucket is tech notice mistakes. So these are mistakes in programming, workflow, or direction. Essentially, things that you may have been asked to do. Um, maybe the lights are supposed to be blue instead of red. Um, maybe the song was supposed to start a little bit quicker, but not typically an audience notice mistake. But they are things that we need to correct, but I call them the priority two bucket. Uh, the priority one bucket, the distractions you have to get to quickly. The priority two bucket is creating a plan and getting to those. Another bucket is leadership noticed mistakes. Of course, these must be prioritized, but you should still uh, understand that they don't go in front of audience notice mistakes or the tech notice category. A lot of times a leadership notice mistake, they'll come to you and they get prioritized at a high level and all of a sudden they create more mistakes because you prioritize them into the wrong place. You know, give your leader reasonable timelines for correction of the mistakes that they see. Take the mistakes that they give you and understand if they are audience noticed, so they need to be corrected quickly, or if they're tech noticed. But don't put them such a, at a, such a high priority because it's your leader coming to you that they create even more mistakes. So once you have the categories, the next thing you need to do is tracking. Have a spreadsheet or a mechanism that tracks mistakes from weekend to weekend. Uh, a software that I used back in the day was called Track and Graph. You can track it on that, or there's many other softwares out there that you could use online outlets that you can use, or you could just use Excel. But the bottom line is track the mistakes 
so that you have a report that allows you to kind of average out your mistakes. And here's what I mean by that. We're not perfect. Every service is going to have a mistake. Um, When I was uh, managing at Gateway Church, I would look across our seven campuses and see that we would average about one to one and a half audience notice mistakes across our campuses, and sometimes two or three when you put in the tech noticed mistakes. Well, knowing that that was our average, if I saw a campus that would jump up to four or five mistakes, I would look at that a little bit closer because I had some averaging going on. I had some tracking going on. Now that you're tracking it, the next piece is reasoning. Why did the mistake happen? So as you track those mistakes, you've got to be able to put some paperwork behind it. You have to be able to put some reasoning behind it. You know, the mic cue was missed because they weren't seeing. Do they need a spotter or are their heads down? Uh, A story I like to tell about this is I had a sound engineer that we noticed every time he mixed, there'd be two or three missed mic cues. And I considered those pretty high audience notice mistakes that need to be addressed and figured out. And so when I went and looked to see what was going on, I noticed that he had his head down all the time. He was constantly, constantly looking down at his console and he wasn't looking at the platform. So whenever transitions happened, he was missing those transitions and missing the mic cues that came along with it. So we tried something unique and we actually, once he got done with rehearsal and went into the service, we put the console cover over the console except for the faders. And we gave clear direction that you should only lift that up if you really need to get to that. And you really need to adjust the EQ or the compressor. Otherwise, you need to keep your eyes on the platform. And we watched two and three and four audience notice miss mic cue mistakes drop down to one and eventually zero as he learned to keep his eyes up instead of down. All of that came from tracking, reasoning what was happening, understanding what was happening, and then, of course, applying correction. But before we get to applying correction, I think the next thing that needs to be added with mistakes is understanding you got to take a grace approach to mistakes. As you're working through them and trying to figure out what's going on, don't beat your team up over the mistake, but challenge them for solutions. Like I just talked about with the eyes up. It challenged that audio engineer for a solution that actually helped him get better. So once you've understood and you have a grace approach to the mistakes, you should always have a course correction or something that changes the behavior or actions. So creating action items that can be reported to a leader. This is a part of course correction. It can be reported to the leader, it can be documented, and you can show resolution or progress. So let me say that again. Creating action items that can be reported to a leader, documented, and can show resolution or progress. Very important. You know, you're not just tracking them, you're not just seeing the averages, you're not just understanding them, but you are providing a course correction and you're doing it in a way that it can be seen and understood. Remember that life's greatest lessons are usually learned at the worst times and from the worst mistakes. So learning from them is a big piece of this. So let's recap. Identify which mistakes are important. And we talked about that with audience notice mistakes, in my opinion, being at the highest level. Now, you may create more categories than the three that I talked about, but 
at least create those categories and understand what they are. Then you want to learn from these mistakes by putting them in a category and tracking them through an Excel or software that you understand and can document them with. See the reason why they happen. Don't just hear the excuse. See the reason. Feel the reason. Understand the mistake and have a grace approach to them. And then, of course, course correct in a way that can be reported, documented, and resolved. So with the ability to look back and see results or ways to better yourself for the future, that's when you talk about documentation, that's the important key to it. The ability to um, look back at it and easily see results and easily see ways that you can get better in the future. So if you're looking at different programs or different tracking software or different ways of document documenting these mistakes, Make sure that you choose things that allow that to happen. The ability to look back, the ability to see the results, and the ability to understand ways forward to better yourself in the future. If you do all of this, your mistakes simply turn into experience. And what's the definition of an experience? It's practical contact with and or observation of a particular job or activity. That's right. Experience is, sim is simply the name we give to our mistakes. Let me say that again. Experience is simply the name we give our mistakes. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, a wise man once said, in the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take. Don't live life bored. Take your shot and make every day the best day of your life. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Tech Arts Podcast. I'm David Leuchner, signing off by wishing you a great day and praying God blesses every moment of your week. See you soon. You have been listening to the Tech Arts Podcast, presented by Digital Great Commission Ministries. DGCM is a 501c3 nonprofit that was started to help churches with all things technical. Whether you need help building a team, finding the right gear, or just a better understanding of the church tech world, DGCM is here for you. Find out more about our free on-site visits, reports, and consulting by going to audiovideolighting.com. Digital Great Commission Ministries will help you run your church service like a pro. Find out more at audiovideolighting.com. Oh,